0: good morning welcome to mining stock daily with me paul harris today we're talking about copper exploration in latin america and i'm joined by General earl president and ceo of solaris resources good morning daniel
1: good morning to you as well pleasure to be here
0: Thank you, Daniel. Likewise, it's a pleasure to have you on. Um, you've put out a, an updated mineral resource estimate for the Warinza Central deposit at your Warinza copper gold uh, project in Ecuador this morning. And uh, within that, we're going to be talking about that. Within that, you include a, a sort of higher grade starter pit comprised of 180 million tonnes of indicated resources, grading 0.82% copper equivalent, um, with 107 million tonnes of inferred resources as well. Um, the overall resource that you've put out this morning is an indicated uh, resource of 579 million tonnes, grading 0.59% copper equivalent, with inferred resources of some 887 million tonnes as well. And that, that's a pretty big resource, Daniel. And and with that, uh, the starter pit uh, you've indicated there, I mean, it looks like Winter Central is really shaping up very well.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, we're, we're thrilled with the result. I mean, as you know, you know, we've been saying since the beginning of this story that what we had set out to do was to drill a billion ton resource um, in an open pit, crucially with that high grade starter pit to really get the, uh, the rapid uh, kind of capital payback that you need to get one of these projects up off the ground. So we've um, smashed through our expectations of this resource and just couldn't be happier to have done so. I think you're quite right to emphasize the importance of the starter pit. That's that's really the uh, the, the key that, uh, if not the market, certainly industry players would be looking at. That that's really what differentiates between a project that can deliver a large, you know, resource, so a large deposit, and one that uh, can deliver really robust economics. So a large deposit that can be developed as a large model. Um, that that really is the key. And, and our starter pit just speaks to the natural kind of vertical zonation that you have in really every drill hole um, that we've drilled at Morinza, whether, whether it's in central or at the discovery that we made at west, at east, at, at south, wherever, you've got the highest grade mineralization closest to surface. And that's that natural primary zonation and then in the case of central enhanced by a super gene enrichment zone at on that surface. And so that's really what we're taking advantage of in, in that in that starter pit, um, which is so crucial to the economics of these projects.
0: Absolutely, Daniel. Now, um, as, you, as I've been following Solaris pretty much since the, the get go. So we've spoken many times about this. And, and last year, one of our key conversations was around the Orinza East discovery. And, you know, way back then, you're talking about, you know, you're theorising, you're hypothesising that um, that connects with Wurundjeri Central. Um, subsequent drilling showed that to be the case, and now in this resource update, you've uh, you, you've again shown that or, or solidified that, um, and shown that it's potentially sort of the potential there for one big pit. Um, that, that's huge, isn't it?
1: Oh, oh you're quite right. It, it, it's massive, you know. But but really, this is a Wurundjeri Central resource. So there's. You know something under 100 drill holes in total that are going into this resource. That's drilling that was completed up to the end of November. You know, so so that was the cutoff in terms of the you know the drilling that's gone into this resource. And East was only discovered in the summer of last year, so the East zone only has in total eight eight holes into it. So it's just a small fraction of, of of the total drilling that's available for this resource has gone into East. And and five of those eight holes were actually directed back at central to drill off the eastern extent of central. So you're really only dealing with a a few holes into east proper. But but it's clear, I think, from from that drilling, from the geophysics, and then from the geochemistry, which we've updated um, in our presentation with this resource, that you've got a much larger opportunity at east. And, And so this is really the case of a deposit that's open to the north, to the northeast, to the east, to the Southeast, to the South, and even to the Southwest. Um, and open for a long way within the footprint that's defined um, by, by, by those other sets of, uh, of data here. So there's a very big opportunity there. And, and like you said, it's within the same pit. So you're really just expanding the central pit to take in uh, East and, and the potential future growth at East. And therefore you're getting significant synergies um, in adding that material. And, and that's really what we want to focus on, you know, going forward is is adding those high value tons both at central and at east and, and elsewhere rather than just you know drilling and adding a tonnage in general.
0: I suppose one of the uh, the key benefits of the Wurundjeri East is uh, how that will benefit the the strip ratio. You know, if if the, if there's mineral there where you would have the pit wall, then obviously that pushes the pit wall out and uh, that improves the or can improve the strip ratio. So presumably, Winter East is going to be, or is it a key focus of exploration drilling for the remainder of this year and going forward?
1: Oh, oh, ab- ab- absolutely a key focus, and, and 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 not only that. Remember, the the drilling for the resource was cut off back at the end of November, but we we haven't stopped drilling. Certainly, we're continuing to drill um, as as fast as we can, and so we've got you know r- really uh, a, a couple key priorities in terms of. You know, obviously, some of this drilling has already been done now, but um, but in the certainly in the drilling going forward, and um, at Central, that's focused on the high grade northeastern extension, and then also possibly the southeastern extension. But if you look at the northeast extension, some of the highest grade holes going into this resource were reported in the last couple press releases uh, that we put out in relation to Central drilling, and so. The highest grade holes, in some cases, are right on the northeastern edge of drilling. And if you look at the sections that we put out alongside the resource, you can see there's a hard cutoff um, going to the northeast. So if you look at the north-south section, we tilted it slightly to the northeast so that you could see the northeastern extension more clearly in that section. And there's a hard cutoff there on the right right side of the image to the northeast where we've simply run out of drilling. Now those drill holes at the edge of the resource are some of the highest grade holes that we have. And so we're very keen and, and have been directing drilling into the potential extension there. And we've got drilling that's already been completed, we're waiting on assays for, and then we've got step-outs planned beyond that. So that's you know central to the Northeast, the same thing at the Southeast, we think we have potential to extend the high grade near surface mineralization down to the Southeast. And then as you said, East, East is, is wide open uh, really in every direction except back to the east, which we've already confirmed the overlap with central. And, and so that that has been a priority. Uh, delivering the further growth at east where we get those synergies with, with, with central has been a priority in drilling and will continue to be in the future. We're very keen to get those results out, both from central and from east, the further results out to the market as assays become available.
0: Thank you, Daniel. Okay, now with this updated resource, how, how is that shaping you're thinking about the the future and the future development of the project. You know, people always sort of talking about, you know, okay, once there's resource out, we want to see some economics. Um, I've had a few interesting conversations about, you know, the validity of preliminary economic assessments or whether it's better to do the extra work, and go straight to pre-feasibility study. Um, the logic being that the market doesn't really value PEAs as much as it values PFSs. Um, what, what's your thinking there and, and particularly in the context of how we're into central shaping up? What, what point does it make sense to try and put some economics um,
1: well, on that. yeah. Well, well, look. Well, you you followed the story from the beginning, as you know. So you you'll you'll be well aware that what I, what I basically laid out in terms of an operational strategy for the company was establish the world class credentials of the project through central. So put out a billion ton plus resource in an open pit with a high grade starter pit, and then push that as quickly as possible through to economics. Um, and and certainly, I think we've accomplished the goal of you know, laying down a resource here which supports those world-class credentials and so on, uh, particularly with the starter pit to really bring forward, you know, those those really high cash flows that are available from the near-surface high-grade material to generate really robust economics. Like, if you look at, for example, the analyst notes going out this morning, you know, they're publishing that that starter pit, 280 million tons at um, uh, 0.8% copper equivalent or 079 that's going to generate a $50 a ton margin on something like 20 million tons per annum. That's a billion dollars of EBITDA per year for something like 15 years, you know, 40 million tons per annum, which would be the scale that Mirador after the expansion. This is the mine operated by the Chinese 40, 40 kilometers down the highway from us, uh, will be going to. Um, that would be generating $2 billion of EBITDA, you know, for the first seven years and your capital payback. Um, based on the latest estimates for Mirador expansion, is is about two billion dollars. So it's a really, really robust, um, you know, kind of front end of the mine plan. Really rapid capital payback, higher, higher uh etc. So I think that's all been demonstrated. But what's also been demonstrated is that it would be just foolish to cut this off and go straight to um, an economic analysis right now. Like if you if you just look at central alone. You know, the highest grade holes on the very edge uh, of the drilling to the northeast, um, any extension from there is going to be directly contributing to that starter pit. Um, and so it's real, really high value add if you're able to grow that in the way that we think that we will. So we know now, based on what we've seen, that we need at least one more drill program before we go to those economics. And, and that's just looking at central. And obviously, there's a great opportunity at east. And potentially west and, and south as well
0: okay thank you daniel okay so one more dual program um when ha, ha, presumably you're designing that at the moment so when will that be kicked off and how long will that take
1: yeah absolutely in fact we've already kicked off that, that program in a sense because you know the the, the resource drilling was cut off um, back at the end of november and so all the drilling subsequent to that point we've been, continued drilling all the way through uh, that'll all go into a future resource estimate. And so now, obviously, that we've got a resource, we're starting um, immediately in terms of mine planning to get a sense of you know where the where the best opportunities are to direct that drilling to get the most bang for our buck in terms of a future program here. Um, and that'll ha- help guide and refine the program as we go forward. But broadly, it's about chasing down the near-surface high-grade extensions from central, building out on east and then seeing what we can do with west and, and, and possibly uh, even with this with self in this ongoing uh, drill program, but I, I think, depending on the way that things go. Uh, we should be in a good position to cut it off again uh, towards the end of this year and then provide an update thereafter.
0: Okay, Um but um, if, if you keep finding good mineralization high grade mineralization near surface, do you have we keep extending that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Look, I mean, if if you look at one of the last holes, so there were 54 holes in Central in this resource. And so one of the last holes, 48, on the very northeastern edge of drilling was the highest grade interval that we've ever reported. You know, I mean, it was 100 in the near surface portion. It was 100 meters of 1.6 within an 850 meter interval of 0.6. And so that's, you know, I mean, that's that's just a very high grade mineralization that's available close to surface for the starter pit and we'd be, you know, I I mean, if you can drill that kind of stuff, then it doesn't make sense to stop drilling. Um, So we'll just continue drilling that and and see where it takes us.
0: Okay, thank you. Um, Let's switch tack it a little bit um you obviously had a lot of success and continue to have success at uh, winter central winter east but you've got a lot of other targets winter and uh, uh one of the last times we spoke you talked about um, um this year you're going to start testing some of the other targets um outside of the the, the sort of core winter area what what's the the plan how's that plan evolving
1: yeah well, well I mean even just just sticking with um with the with the cluster as we know it today um, there is, uh, there's still warrants of West. We made that discovery early last year. And, um, so going back to West, there's certainly a large footprint to work with there. It's a similar sort of size as central and, um, you know, and, and, and therefore, uh, uh, um, an opportunity to put up a, a significant tonnage there again with the same, you know, grade sonation from higher grade at surface to lower grade, albeit off a lower base, uh, than central. So there's a great deal of potential there. It's rare that you can come in and, and hit the highest grade part of a deposit on your very first drill hole. Um, and so, you know, the opportunity at West would be going back and looking at the additional data that we've been able to gather, you know, both from the geophysics, which post-date, you know, the discovery drill hole there, and then the more recent uh surface sampling that we've done, uh, which, which, which came, which came quite recently. And it's really taking those two things together and then trying to vector towards the higher grade. Similar sort of situation for South. Well, South is two to three times the size, which makes it, you know, that much more difficult and and more of a job to gather up all that data, you know, and then vector towards the higher grade part of that system. So that's that's even just in the cluster as we know it today. We certainly think there's additional potential. There are other geophysical targets, and really what we've been focused on in our regional program is getting in and adding. Uh, geochemical sampling and mapping because we've got a very good idea of what we're looking for now based on the learning at at Central and elsewhere within the cluster. So adding those additional layers of data and then setting out uh, targets for the regional exploration program. And we'll have an update out on that. Now that we've got the resource out, we'll have an update on, on the regional program soon.
0: Thank you, Daniel. So it sounds like uh, for the remainder of the year, there's just going to be a lot of drill results coming out every every month.
1: Well, well, it, 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 it is, and it's, you know, obviously we have a very large resource now, but it's important to keep in mind just how little drilling we've done. You know, we, we basically got fully ramped up in terms of our drill program uh, the middle of last year, and then we cut off uh, the database for this resource estimate at the end of November. So it's less than six months at our full ramp rate, and then less than 18 months in total, starting with one rig. When we got going on the program and so if you look at the total drill database less than 75 kilometers of drilling we know and you know certainly from looking at uh you know multi-billion ton porphyries in industry that they require a multiple of that amount of drilling something like uh you know a Cobra panama for example first quantum's project which would be three to four billion tons it's it's seen something like 350 kilometers of drilling to get to that point Uh, or something like, um, you know, Tech Resources QB2, uh, nearly 500 kilometers of drilling to get to the resource and reserve inventories that they have there. So with this project, there's a long way to go uh, in terms of the drilling before we're able to properly say, you know, say that we've properly characterized the the opportunity here.
0: Does that give you a particular unique challenge um, in terms of maintaining interest? Um, Because people get blase, people get used to seeing this long intercepts of 1% copper and, you know, okay, Daniel's put out another one, Daniel's put out another one. Um, is that potentially uh, an issue that people are going to get, you know, these exciting intercepts are not going to excite people anymore because they're used to them?
1: I, you know, I, I I think it's the opposite. I think the risk that you run if you're a junior and you just proceed with with endless drill results without putting out a resource is, is that people look at it and with... Um, you know, and, and, and take everything with a grain of salt and don't really take it seriously. If, if you've got the goods, publish a resource estimate and show people that you do. And certainly that's what we think that we've done with this, uh, you know, large resource um, with a high grade starter pit and then build from there. And, and that's the approach that the Augusta Group has, has taken through its stories. So, you know, with Arizona mining, they published three resource estimates before they were able to, you know, sell that company for $2.1 billion. And, um, and and that's what industry wants to see is real, quantified, you know, robust, well supported uh, results. And, 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 and that's and that's and that's what we feel that we've delivered here.
0: OK, um, and just to sort of uh, recap there, Daniel, the next resource is perhaps going to be in about nine months or 12 months time.
1: Yeah, and it's impossible. Like just to be clear, it's impossible for me to, to put a timeline to it because it'll be dependent upon the results. But the next logical point, you know, for yeah. a resource would be when we've properly, you know, chased off, chased down the, the the high grade extensions from central, and then also put more drilling into, you know, to surface the, the potential in the east, which'll which'll both be part of a deposit, uh, part of a single pit shell rather and and so when we've got you know that properly characterized then that would be the logical point to put out the next resource estimate
0: okay understood excellent well thank you daniel congratulations on getting over that sort of billion ton uh, resource level um it's shaping up to be a, a very interesting and massive project so congratulations there uh, solaris resources trades on the tsx under sls and on the otcqb under sls sf uh, Daniel Earl, President and CEO, thank you very much for joining us today.
1: Thanks. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me.
0: That's all from Mining Stock Daily. Thanks for joining me. Paul Harris, join us again soon for more CEO interviews.
1: The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein